Welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences, navigating adulthood, and what we learned along the way. We invite you to join our weekly conversations while we create our own blueprints on this amazing journey and hope some of the lessons we learned can help you. Here are my co-hosts, Nay and Sunny D. Hey everybody, it's your girl Sunny D here to brighten up your day. I'm a new business owner transitioning from corporate America. And frankly, I can't trust anybody that don't like tacos. Hey friends, I'm Nay. I'm so excited to share and grow with y'all. I'm a full-time wife, full-time mommy, and part-time employee. Nutella is my love language. <laughs> This is your girl, Nakai, and I am your host on Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here, and I love brownies and seaweed. So let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver entertaining, educational, and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting. Before we get started with today's episode, a word from our sponsor. Divine Timing is an encouragement and edification company specializing in beautifully designed digital journals and planners to get and keep your life uplifted and in order. Go to fearforme.com to check out the online store. And for all of our WMB listeners, you can use the code WMB22 at checkout to save 22% on everything on the site so go shopping and get your life so y'all know we start every single episode with the quotes today's quote is travel opens your mind as few other things do it is our it is our own form of hypnotism and i am forever under its spell by libya Bray. what do y'all think about that quote i mean i've said time and time again i need to travel more so i haven't gotten to the hypnotism and being under its spell part but i like travel i don't know if i've ever been hit because of travel, but I do have those feelings when I'm able to go somewhere and explore and I kind of have that feeling of gratitude to be able to do that and be able to see things that are like God made like mountains. I mean, living in Texas my whole life, everything is flat. So like the first time I saw mountains, I was like, this is like for real. Like it looks fake to me. And I guess that in that sense, it's kind of hypnotism, but it was just me being filled with gratitude to be able to see things in their natural state like that and be able to explore so I agree um I like both of y'all what y'all said for me it's really the plane that I feel like when I get on the plane I'm hypnotized by like being in the air and like being so close to God and like being in the cloud that's where I get my I'm really traveling and then my brain goes into analytical like how the hell is a plane carrying all these people with baggage in the air and we ain't fell down yet so that's um one thing that I really love about this quote so today ladies for our either or either only travel by boats everywhere you go or only travel by plane so I was thinking about this if we're talking boat as in a small boat and not like a ship because those there's a difference between the two as much as I of a Pisces as I am and the fact that I love water I'm gonna go with travel by plane everywhere because who has the time okay getting on a plane and popping over somewhere in two hours versus two days unless it's unlimited food and buffet then I'm gonna go with plane Sunny D I love how you always begin and build us up for one answer and completely switch and go with the opposite answer and you just take us on a journey every time you answer but I would agree with you a plane is much quicker and I would want to do 
that. And although most of the earth is water, let's be honest, when you travel, most of it is on land. Like how, if you are on land, how are you going to travel in a boat? Like that's impossible. So I feel like a plane is the only logical answer. Now, a plane to go around the block does seem like a waste of resources, but the question didn't ask that. So I would just say a plane. Not you coming through with resources. But yes, you are correct. And we are all three in agreement because mine is the plane, specifically because like I just said earlier, I really, really love being on a plane. But if you can cut my travel time in half, man, I'm on a plane. Our question of the week is, what was your guilty pleasure this week? Honey, I done lost my mind. That scale went down. I said, oh, we getting all the candy, all the cookies, all the cake. I have been harming cupcakes. I didn't ate the rest of my menstrual dove chocolate. Like I said, scale, oh, we we about to play. Who gonna win? I think it's because ovulation is on the horizon. But I have been a sugar monster. So much so that I was like, okay, this unhealthy relationship with sugar is not gonna go away. So let me get the expensive AF Brookside um, chocolates that the dark chocolate covered fruit in the inside. I got those and was harming them just as much. So yeah, me, me and the scale and the, the sweets have been in a unhealthy triad. I guess it is. I don't know what's in the air because I just thought ovulation, but I went to crumble and got two uh, two cookies and man, crumble is like, crumble is amazing. But man, those cookies, ooh, they're addicting. I don't know what they be putting those cookies, but they are addicting. So uh, that was my guilty pleasure this week. Um, And I stayed under my goal because it was only two. Not I didn't get three, only got two. So yeah. I find this very interesting that the three of us have thoroughly indulged in the sugar highs because I smashed a whole box of Magnum ice cream bars with no shame. I don't know if you've had them. They are delightful. It's like ice cream and like Belgian, particularly the dark chocolate, the Belgian dark chocolate ice cream bars. They only put three in them, which is disrespectful in my opinion. But did I smash them immediately? Yes. Yes, I did. And I have no shame. So there you go. I'm glad we all indulged in our sweet tooth this week so props to us we'll be better next week maybe probably not anyways so listeners as we continue the series on travel this week we are thinking big like ultimate big we're talking about our ultimate travel bucket lists this week so nay our resident dictionary what is the definition of a bucket list so according to nay a bucket list is something that you want to do before you die but according to google via oxford languages a bucket list is a number of experiences or achievements that a person hopes to have or accomplish during their lifetime. AKA, we said the same thing. They just sound a little bit more educated. It's just a tad, but not by much. So I want to know from you guys your top three travel destinations and why you want to go. Okay, so I can go first. Number one, I want to go to Sierra Leone in Africa because we did, well, my brother did the genealogy um, for my mom's side and found out that we could come from the Mende people in Sierra Leone. So for heritage purposes, I would want to go there. I also want to go somewhere in the Caribbean because I've never been. I know everybody's first basic travel experience. I didn't go. I was going to go and then I got pregnant and that ruined that. And my most favorite, I want to go to Aurora Borealis, aka the Northern Lights during Aurora season, which is August 21st to April 21st to see the Northern 
Dinner and Lights because it just sounds so dope. You know, and I don't remember, I don't know what hotel or resort that it is, but I know that there are hotels that exist up in that area that have on their phones, they have a, you know how they have like the, the wake up call button or the room service button? There's a button specifically for Northern Lights. So like when the Northern Lights happen, like if you want them to call you when it happens, like they will call you for that. And there's a specific button on their phone that's for the Northern Lights, which I thought was really, that would be cool to see. Nakai, where you want to go? So my top four is Bali and Kenya. I know she said three. I wanted to add one more. Ooh, no, she didn't flick me off though. <laughs> I'm pulling the name. So there we go. <laughs> My top four places is Kenya because number one, I just really want to go to Africa and I do want to go to Kenya and then Barbados and Bali because those have been on my list to go really, really soon. And then the last one is Costa Rica, which technically is the first one. I've been trying to get to Costa Rica for a a minute and I feel like if I go to Costa Rica, I may not come back to the States. So that is definitely a place that is on my travel list. I agree, Nakai, you should probably uh, do Costa Rica last seeing as how you have literally been trying to get there for years and no you probably won't come back I haven't been to Costa Rica but I've been to like that Central America and on a cruise I think we went to Honduras and we were like do we want to go back because we thought about it honestly but all our stuff is here so we got back on the ship for me top three I have been wanting to get my behind to the Maldives for the longest time damn it I'm gonna do it that's my top destination I have always wanted to go to um Santorini in Greece. I've always wanted to go there and it looks so absolutely gorgeous. I do want to do like a European tour to visit all of like the old coliseums and theaters being the the theater baby in me. That's what I got my degree in at school and being able to go see all of those Roman theaters and Greek theaters and things like that would be really cool. And then I really want to go to Mauritius. And I find it interesting that we all have an African destination in our top three. So Mauritius is a tiny little island off the east side of Africa. And I'll actually all my destinations are coastal I just realized anyways Mauritius is gorgeous and I need to to get there ASAP so I find it interesting that we all kind of have an African location like I said that we wanted to visit and would I be correct in assuming that there would be like more than one on the I mean it's a continent of Africa there's several countries is that the only countries that you guys want to visit on Africa no I want to go to South Africa as well just because I heard it's so modernized just to see what it's like when colonizers you know halfway take over and overrun a country i've already been to ghana maybe libya you know liberation amen amen i also would like to go to egypt just because people be acting like egypt ain't part of africa and i want to see what they see to see like how you fix your brain to say this is not africa maybe they see something i don't see when i look at pictures and things and yeah off the top of my head that's it for me I would really love to do like a tour, like take off like six months to just do a tour of every single part of Africa to just navigate all of it to really engulf myself in it. So to answer your question, I will, I just want to see the whole continent. I think that doing like an Africa trip is like you have to do multiple weeks, if not multiple months, because there's so, there's so much to see and experience on that continent, mind you, because FYI, Africa is a continent. Continent. 
and not a country. People get that confused. For me, I would love to go to Senegal. It's right there on the coast. So it's like kind of like a beach country. That's definitely something I would want to do. But also they speak French. So like I like to, I would love to be in an environment to see a bunch of Black people speak French. That would be a really cool experience for me. Nigeria is on there. I also want to go to Tanzania. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you can go to Madagascar. I feel like you can, but I feel like it's protected. I can't remember. I may be getting all of this wrong, um, but that's what I get for looking up a lot of information. But South Africa is definitely on mine. Kenya, Ghana, Egypt, for sure. I want to see the pyramids, although I don't know if I want to go in the pyramids because I've seen videos of people going in the pyramids and it kind of seems a little anticlimactic. But to be able to see them in person and just to see their vastness, also there's more than just the three, which I also found out not too long ago. So that would be really cool. And Morocco. I do want to go to Morocco. That's been on my like Africa bucket list for a really long time. It just seems so colorful and so bright. Also, it makes me mad. I'm going on a rant now, but it makes me mad that Casablanca is such a big movie and there are no Black people in it. It's literally in Africa. I mean, if y'all ever come visit me, we can take a Morocco trip because people go there all the time from here because apparently it's really, really close. So all I'm going to say is say less next year, 2023. Oh, I'm there. And mind your business. I'm in Spain for the month. Leave me alone. You know, I kind of miss getting your random uh, flight details when I I didn't know that you were going anywhere ever anyway. And I would just get a text message that says, taking off. Where are you going? <laughs> Where? All the time. Random. It's not like you would call me or text me and be like, hey, I'm going to send you some flight info, you know, for safety. Because I would just get it. And I'm like, this stuff is always on a plane. I swear it. I'm not mad though. I need to get, I'm going to get on that level for sure. That's true. And they have, I guess, depending on the apps that you use or the airlines that you use, they have the option to share like your flight status, to share your flight path, to share like if your flight's getting delayed and all that kind of stuff. So I definitely think that's more of a, I feel like it's more of a newer thing, like new quote unquote, like within the last decade-ish or so that that's been a thing since people live on their cell phones. Can you believe we used to print off stuff once upon a time before? I don't know why I just thought about that. I was like, what did we do before MapQuest? Like, what did we do before like Google Maps and GPS? Oh man, I used to always, you know what? I'm really good at reading a map because of those, because of those times. I can look at a map and be like, okay, this is the path. This is where we go. This is our our exit. And we didn't have a lady yelling at us in the car. Good times, guys. Good times. So I sent you guys a couple links to look at that I kind of pulled up on like the top 10 countries. And listeners, all of these links will be in the blog. So because we want to hear from you too. So I found what was interesting about this list is I found that about a third of the list of the top 10 countries to visit are on the continent of our motherland of Africa, which I thought was pretty cool. So there are things on here like the Cook Islands, which I don't think I'd ever heard of, but they're like in the South Pacific-ish, like Indonesia area, somewhere kind of down there. They look really pretty. So I thought that was kind of cool. Norway is on here. I don't think I've ever thought of Norway or going to Norway, but it actually popped up on a few different lists that I saw that I thought that that was interesting. Mauritius is on the list, which is, like I said earlier, that's one of my top destinations. It's my favorite on that list. Places like Anguilla, which is in the Caribbean. So Ne 
can go get her Caribbean life on. Oman, I thought was a really cool country. It's a Middle Eastern country. And I've seen, I've seen like videos, like I watch a lot of travel videos on YouTube and I've seen people go to Oman and to Petra and they seem to have a lot of really cool history and sculptures and just the life is different over there. And I thought that that was kind of interesting to put on there. So of the list that we see, do you guys have any favorites that have kind of maybe jumped out at you or maybe something you've never thought about that perhaps have piqued your interest? Well, Egypt is on the list and I said, you know, my tour of Africa, I would want to go there. But also Anguilla and Belize, you know, bright colors, Caribbean seems really great. Side note though, this list, I don't know about y'all thoughts, but it seems very Anglo curated. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> in my opinion, because I'm like, I Norway don't see, don't jump out to me as saying go here. Slovenia, that don't jump out and say let's go here. Like this seems very Angloid. I thought the same thing, and I have an alternative list to hopefully counteract that. Nakai, you see anything on the list you think is interesting? Some of these are actually some of these are actually already on my life activities to do list. So Nepal is on there where it says you. You guys are referring to it as Cook Islands, but it's also in New Zealand. So New Zealand is one of the top places I really, really want to go. And if I could figure out how to stay there for a year or two, I would do that too. Um, Because the way they are handling a lot of stuff and the way they handled COVID, the way they handled a lot of things were 10 times better than the States. So I would say New Zealand, Nepal, and just if we have to go on this list, Belize. Girl, you also might not want to leave because New Zealand got some fine people there. Mess around and find you something. I'm just saying, if it happens, it happens. Where I go, I flow. Where you go, you flow. You don't have to write that. Write that down, ladies and gentlemen. That's hysterical. So this list does seem very um, Caucasian in layman's terms. So I was able to find a list that are like the top destinations for us highly melanated people. Okay. So on this list, there are places like St. Lucia, which like the landscaping in St. Lucia, if you've ever seen pictures, there it's like a super volcanic island. I don't think there's any volcanoes on St. Lucia, but I know the peaks are made from volcanoes like bazillions of years ago. And it's, it's absolutely stunning. Panama City, Panama is on the list. Lisbon, Portugal, as well as Costa Rica, Limon, if I'm not mistaken, specifically. The Seychelles, have you guys ever heard of that? You have? Okay, Nate's heard of it. They're gorgeous islands off the coast of Africa. I think on the same side as Mauritius but it's, it gives kind of like Maldives vibes but like African instead of Indian I guess and then Dubai is also on this list which as we have had in previous episode conversations I think that is a bucket list destination for quite a few people I know there I you know what I actually mapped out the flight to the Maldives and it goes to Dubai first and I think there's a layover for however long it is and then from Dubai to the Maldives I think it's like a four-hour flight and I'm like well that'll be a cool little trip to you know pit stop in Dubai do a little Dubai thing have your day and then hop onto the island so I kind of like this list all these places I'm yeah I'm passport ready I can go what do you guys think I mean if we want to make it a whole thing 
thing when we go to Morocco, we can also go to Lisbon because Portugal is right next door. And fun fact, when my brother did our genealogy on my daddy's side, he found out that we Portuguese on my daddy's side. So we could do my whole heritage tour. So I love this because I was out in my mind when I come visit you in Spain, I already knew we were going to Portugal. We were going to we were going to hop over to Greece see um our friends in Greece we were gonna do like a little hop because I was planning literally a whole entire month or a month and a half of like we just traveling like if even if I got to figure out working remotely okay we can work remotely while you work and then that weekend we going somewhere every weekend we going somewhere but particularly referring to this list actually all of these are on my uh, life activities to-do list y'all audience I don't call my list a bucket list I call it a life activities to-do list so when I say life activities to-do list that's what I'm referring to um but each and every one of these are literally on my list. Um, I had a friend that went to Portugal and she freaking loved it. Like she was like, it's one of the best places to be. And y'all correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if y'all follow these people. I forgot their um, names, but there's a YouTube family that's on. No, you don't follow them. So YouTube YouTube family will connect. We'll have it in the blog, like the link to their uh, page in the blog. But they actually were from America and they teach people how to retire in Portugal because it's such an American friendly country where they actually are friendly to Americans, but also you can live over there so much better with fresh food. Like it's just a better environment. All of these are on my list. I'm just figuring out when we're going to go. So Nakai, why do you call it a life activities to do list instead of a bucket list? Well, thank you, Nay, for answering, asking that question. I do appreciate it. Um, no, because I think of when the term bucket list, most people have a list of like, oh, I want to do this before I kick the bucket or before I die. So for me, I didn't like that term because I don't want to just have to do these because I'm going to die because technically we are dying every single day, but we don't want to get into that right now because that's not part of this episode. But I call it a life activities to do list because if I have a guide of what I want to do in my life, why I am able, able body, been able to move around, can do it. That's my guide of at least I know like, hey, this year I want to at least check off these five things, right? Just to have the experience. So in there, it's just not travel on there. It's like skydiving, um, different things I really, really want to do. And so a lot of it is already crossed off. So I have to now redo it, but or keep adding to it, honestly. But that is my reason. Very, very good reasons. I, on this list, I definitely liked Portugal and being able to go to Lisbon, similar to what we've talked about earlier, just the culture, being able to have fresh food, things like that. And it's interesting too, because my honey and I were started practicing Portuguese like a year-ish ago, mainly because he really wants to go to Brazil and they speak Portuguese in Brazil. So we would Google translate, text each other in like Portuguese, Portuguese for whatever reason, which is actually has a very similar style of language or flow of language as Spanish. So it's not terribly difficult, I think, to pick up, but being able to, to go to Portugal and speak Portuguese in Portugal, I think would be a really cool experience. So we have destinations for us melanated people that we like to go to. We have the top ones that are generic or what have you. But do you guys have any top cities in the world that you want to visit? No, 
Just as simple as that, huh? I did find a list of some of the top U.S. cities specifically to visit. So your normal ones like New York, Honolulu, New Orleans, those are on the list, of course. But I found it interesting that like places like Santa Fe, New Mexico was on here as a like as opposed to Phoenix. I thought that that was an interesting addition. I've never heard of Alexandria, Virginia, which is the suburb of D.C. I mean, it's not gonna lie. It's a lot of things about, I guess, the Civil War, one of them wars and everything. I lived in Virginia Beach for some years, so I'm familiar with the North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia cities on the list. Is that giving kind of like Williamsburg random reenactments throughout the year of the Civil War type deal? Okay. Yes, but don't get it twisted. The Black people there be Black. Like Missy's from Virginia, Pharrell's from Virginia, Temple and Magoo are from Virginia, so the Black people they they black black now oh they are i forgot especially from virginia yes and her hometown they named the street after her and it's really cool yeah it has i think it's missy elliott boulevard so yes in in virginia beach pharrell has a whole community center and he's building up some things there they do a festival there now i think it either started before covid or after covid but now they have a festival that they do there so the black population when you can find it in that area it's thriving like we went to a big crit concert in Asheville who does that great concert by the way Asheville's on this list too I think out of for me the top ones like New Orleans I've never been to so I would love to go to New Orleans because food okay let's be real um I would love to go to Hawaii because for several reasons there's a bunch of different islands on Hawaii so not necessarily big island where Honolulu is I actually want to go to Kauai specifically because I think that island is really beautiful. But it's just, it's so interesting that even though Hawaii is part of the U.S., I think it's our last state that was annexed into the country, the 50th one. It's so different than any other part of our country. They have their own language. I mean, granted, it was actually a kingdom. Like they had a queen once upon a time too. So like the culture is really different. And it would be really cool to experience that and not like have to have a passport or things like that. That's that's kind of like in your own backyard, so to speak, quote unquote. But I also want to go to Chicago for one particular reason. There's a four-story Starbucks in Chicago. It's called the Starbucks Reserve. There's only six, eight Starbucks Reserves like on the planet. It's very, very limited amount of them. They have like particular specialty coffees and things like that. But this is a four-story Starbucks. They have a like a roaster that goes up the center of the whole building where they roast these all these coffee beans. There's one level that's just like food, like pizza. There's a bakery. There's a bar where they have like coffee cocktails and stuff. Like it's a whole experience. So yes, I want to go to Chicago to go to the Starbucks. I've had lots of great activities in Chicago. Um, Jay is from a smaller city, not too far from Chicago. So I remember getting with him and his fraternity brothers and going to this one all-you-can-eat brunch. (laughs) and staying there for like five, six hours, just eating and drinking and eating and drinking. So yes, Chicago is always a fun time. I was going to say that sounds like brunch in Houston. Anytime I go to brunch in Houston, it's an all day, like that's the only thing I do that day. It literally takes hours. For me to answer your original question, I like this list apparently only because I've only, I've been to all of them, but two places on here. So the one I have not been to is the one I'm hesitant to go to is Charles. 
Charleston, South Carolina. I don't know if I want to go to Charleston, South Carolina. I don't even know if I want to go to South Carolina. That just sounds racist to me. That sounds like very, very racist. And I'm, I'm from Texas. I, I've been to Alabama. I'm, a, I'm okay with that. But I hear, from what I hear from people, it's one of the most amazing Southern charm places to actually visit. So would I go? Maybe. I don't think I'll stay a night. Nay said we're going together. <laughs> I don't know about staying the night. We could do a drive through, but no. Oh, she said we got to stay tonight. Well, I need to be locked and loaded, but it's not uh, that bad. That it's bad. Not that, no. Y- y'all I, hear that? Do y'all hear that? She said not that bad. It's not bad, period. Full stop. It's not like they have really cute, quaint bed and breakfasts. So yes, we can, we can do something real relaxing. For white people or black people? Why we have a black- staring contest? <laughs> you a black person, aren't you? You bring your whole self wherever you go, don't you? So it's going to be a black experience i will go only with you how about that (laughs) um but yeah i like the list because all these places are great honestly so if y'all haven't been able to explore even if you can't explore internationally you have the whole 50 states that you can explore you can drive you don't have to fly so everything is in somewhat quote-unquote driving distance yeah there's a lot of different facets to this country which given the state in which it is a lot of the times makes you be like get on the first plane up out this joint however comma there are a lot of really cool things to see and i find it interesting too because like over the course of the Pandarosa, when we couldn't really go anywhere internationally a lot of like the travel channels that i would follow on youtube that were used to traveling the world and having all these adventures internationally weren't able to do that so in the in the instance of still being able to create content for their channel create an income for their family a lot of them started doing like let's visit all 50 states in a year or let's visit all 50 states on this adventure like they kind of started in their own backyard and being able to see the different areas of the country and like the state parks and different places like granted i don't know if I'm gonna go to North Dakota but okay that picture was cool looking so some people may want to go not me particularly but there are a lot of different things in the country to see outside of what I think most of us know or understand so yeah if you can't you know hop a plane and get a passport somewhere do a road trip there's so much to this country to see that would be really breathtaking even if you can make it up to Alaska that would be an adventure in and of itself yeah you saying that reminded me of I was watching listening to the bottom of beautiful podcast I think that's the one that it was and they were talking about there is a list where it is American cities that resemble places internationally so there is one area that might look like the houses and the architecture in Greece so if you can't make those international travels go to one of those cities and fake it for the gram and take pictures and act like you went there no just kidding like experience what it is in the city that it is like we have a lot of treasures in this great country (laughs) that we all are citizens of that's a good point I do remember seeing videos of like places in Michigan or like Vermont or something that kind of look or resemble a, a little town in like Germany or like a little Dutch village or something like that like it doesn't look like it doesn't look like it belongs in America it absolutely looks like it belongs somewhere 
somewhere in Europe. And I thought that was cool because those are, and these were cities I've never heard of in my life. So I thought that that was kind of a really interesting thing to do is to go visit maybe these one-off cities that have their own charm and characteristics to them that do kind of give you some international vibes and international feel. Also, there's lots of places where there's so much international food as well. So if you can't get over to these countries and have their food, there's a lot of authentic food like cities in our country as it is too. So that's kind of a cool thing to explore. You know, travel by food, that's always a good way to go in my opinion. Can be expensive way to go, but good time. That part. But you know, I'm, I would be the one to pay for food. I'm not, I'm not bougie in a lot of things, but like my travel and my food are things that I will pay for. And I don't mind it at all. I'm not paying $200 for shoes, but I'll pay $200 for dinner. I mean, that's how I rationalize my purchases. If something is bad, I'll just say, well, I spent more on bad food that I like, that I didn't like than I did on this. Got me in trouble a lot of times, but great way to rationalize me. I do. I do the same thing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I do the same thing. So one of my absolute favorite finds in this whole ultimate activities list, ultimate bucket list was this ultimate world cruise. Now, I don't know if I've talked all that much about it on our show, but anyone that knows Sunny D knows that I like a good cruise ship. I've been on several cruises. I've been to several countries because of it, which is also a great way to travel, in my opinion. And I came across this cruise from Royal Caribbean, which is one of like your big three cruise lines in the world. And it is a 274 night cruise all around the world. It goes to over 60 countries, all seven continents, and it's broken up into four segments. So I like the fact that you could do the entirety of the voyage, or you could just do like a chunk. And it's like broken up into the ultimate like America's cruise. So you're doing all of North America, Central, and South America. There's like a segment that's like Asia Pacific. So like Indonesia, and then like all of Japan and Hong Kong and Malaysia, Thailand, all of those places. There is a segment for the Middle East and the Mediterranean, which is really cool because there are cruises that go to Dubai and Abu Dhabi and all of the Mediterranean. Those are really popular cruises. And then there's one for like Europe and beyond that like goes up to the Arctic almost and stuff like that. So would you guys ever take a cruise like this, either in its entirety or if there's a portion of this cruise that you would want to do? I am definitely taking the whole thing. So in my head, this is something you do when you're retirement age, the house is paid for. You just be like, hey, kids, me and your daddy, we're going to take this cruise for basically the whole year. We'll be back for the holidays, but this is what we're going to do for a year because the house is already paid for. So it's not like you're um, forfeiting, well, paying rent to stay something that you're not going to stay at. But yeah, I would definitely do the whole thing and I would be retirement age and living my best life doing it. I'm glad you said retirement because I'm like, that's a long time to be away from my bed and to be in a small little room. I don't know how big these rooms are, but for 274 days, like how long are am I at each port or each station? Like the only thing that draws me is that I can see the 11 wonders of the world, which is something that I want to do. And to do it in 274 days would be great. However, that's just a long time to be on a boat. And yeah, that's all good because yeah, they feed you and stuff like that. But what kind of mattress are, and this, listen, <laughs> when y'all get older, you value your mattress. <laughs> so my thing is what kind of mattresses do they have? 
for 274 days i don't want to be on a boat and they got a bad mattress now my back hurt i can't really enjoy because i'm waking up like no are they gonna have things for me to do on this boat like will they have my workout classes will they have my yoga pilates like i just need more details so to answer the question i, I pulled a sunny d to answer the question retirement age yes now no i'm i'm gonna do a part of it just i'll probably do max 15 days if that if i'm like hey what's the emergency pat what's the safe word to get off this thing i need to know that what's the safe word what if i don't want to continue i need to know that so yeah the safe word or the word that says like hey let me all fly her back to the states she ain't ready help follow me back to the nearest place where i can catch a plane and go home oh man that's funny safe word i feel like there should be safe words for life in general just like an exit strategy for everything and it's like you know what i'm done (laughs) just go just french exit my way out of this scenario or situation it's called situational awareness when you with your group (laughs) y'all need a word to be like listen this is the word we're gonna say if you or even it doesn't have to be a word it could be a symbol or a signal if you see me scratching my neck that means i'm about to head out i don't trust these people some ain't right i'm exiting stage left exit stage left exactly i mean i feel like if you wanted to do it now you don't have to do all four parts back to back you could do a part of year so it would give you the shortness of time but you still get the whole experience how many days is that i mean these are valid questions like if i'm gonna do part of it which i would be a lot more open to doing part like i said earlier i'll do part of it but how many days is that because if it's 274 days for the full what is part Peppa, is you hypothetically going or not i said hypothetically <laughs> yes part of it and in retirement all of it i know hypothetical have have contingencies and like conditions it's hypothetical because i pulled a nay with our hypothetical either ors <laughs> Listeners, if you know, you know. So it looks like the segments are like two, two and a half months at a time. There's four segments of like almost 200 and something days. Nakai ain't going. Yeah, no, she's not going. But it's fine. So what I would imagine to answer, potentially answer some of Nakai's questions, because you've been on a cruise before, you know, there's the gym and you know, they have classes and there's a spa and there's the comedy shows and the clubs and the bars and the casino and all the things. So I could imagine that those things are still the same. I believe this cruise happens on Royal Caribbean's um, Serenade of the Seas. I think that's the name of the ship. Although I can't remember. I'm not all that familiar. I've been on one Royal Caribbean cruise. Most of mine have been with Carnival. So I'm not familiar with their older class of ships, but I think it's somewhere in the middle. I can't remember. But I don't think it's a very large ship in comparison to their newer ones now. So I can't imagine that there'd be very many people on here. Like there would be for like a weekend cruise to the Bahamas or a week-long cruise around the Caribbean where there's like 6,000 people on it. I can't imagine that it's going to be that packed. And I can imagine that there'll still be all the activities that you would have on a cruise ship. So if you want to do your yoga classes or have space to do yoga or your workouts or go to the spa or have a spot to read or, you know, the things that you normally do day in and day out, I can imagine that there will still be places on board to do those things. This just takes you to those other places that you wouldn't normally go to on a cruise, especially coming out of the U.S. There's not... 
very many, if any, that leave from Miami and you end up in like Tokyo somewhere. Like that's not really a thing that happens. So the fact that they put this together, these voyages are kind of cool. And I like the fact that you can only do a part of the voyages if that's what you so see fit. For me, I would do the whole thing. Would I do the whole thing in one sitting and maybe break it up like Nay suggested? Perhaps. Maybe that's something I would do like now at this age. At retirement age, you can't tell me nothing. I will live on a cruise ship. Okay. A hundred percent. I will live on a cruise ship. And there is a cruise ship that exists that people, it's called the residency, if I'm not mistaken, where people actually live on the cruise ship. And it does a similar voyage to this. It kind of goes all around the world, but people buy like their condo. Like if you think about buying a condo, you know, downtown somewhere, it's like that, but it's on a ship and it still has all the same amenities and things like that. Like, but people live there, which is kind of cool. So yeah, I would absolutely do this. I thought that this was a really interesting way to see the world in a year, less than a year, which is a really, I think an interesting opportunity to visit multiple countries to see the 11 wonders of the world, which I just saw that there's 11 and I thought there was only eight. So maybe they added stuff. I don't know what they are, but I would like to find out. I absolutely would like to find out. So if you guys haven't had a chance to check this out, you can Google it. Like Nikai said, we'll put the links in the blog so you guys can check out these travel bucket lists that exist. And we would love to know what your bucket list destinations are. Maybe we can add them to our own and expand our own adventures and things of that nature. That was fun. Yeah, I've always wanted to take a cruise. Like I said earlier, I was going to go on my first cruise and then found out I was pregnant. So that didn't happen. But yes, I would love to go on a cruise only because I don't know if I would be affected by the sleeping accommodations. I know if I'm a passenger in a car, I get car sick. (laughs) So I don't know if that would be the same on water. You know, I've never gotten seasick on a cruise. I've been nauseous one time and that was only because of tequila, not because of seasickness. So that was the only time that that was just absolutely horrific. But I always do take Dramamine when I go, just like just in case the waves are like super big, but I've never really had an issue with that. I actually sleep probably the best, if we're talking sleeping on vacation, the best on a cruise ship because I'm like legitimately rocked to sleep. And I think that if you wanted to like request a new mattress or new linens, like that's something that could be done. Nay, I think you would really enjoy it, especially because the little one, I think is at an age where he's full on in discovery mode and exploratory mode. And there's so many things for the littles to do. And y'all could do a Mediterranean one since you're overseas. That was actually the plan. And I know this is off topic, but on topic. But um, I was told that the Disney cruises are really, really good. Actually, so much better than going to the Disney amusement park. So the goal is to take the little on a Disney cruise. I want to go on a Disney cruise myself. And I don't have any offspring. And it's so much fun. Listen, I'm going on a Disney cruise. I'm going to get my ears. I'm going to go get a princess makeover. I'm doing the whole thing. You better believe it. So listeners, I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. I hope this inspired you guys to start thinking about some really big and ultimate adventures that you'd like to have in your own lives. And like I said before, if you guys have favorite places that you've been to before that you think we should put on our list or places that you want on your list that we haven't talked about, please let us know on our Instagram page. Let us know on the website. Let us know in the blog. We want to have these adventures with you guys and maybe putting this out here in the universe at some point in the future we can pick one of these destinations and meet y'all maybe perhaps I don't know we'll see but hopefully this allows you guys to explore yourselves your self
self-love, your self-belief, and all of those things. So with that, a word from our sponsors. Hey, beautifuls. This message is brought to you by The Grass is Greener on the Other Side, where we help women who have anger, sadness, and shame from being cheated on learn how to heal and take their power back so they can regain confidence, restore their peace, and attract the life of their dreams. We can be found on IG at Brianna underscore Latrice. That's spelled B-R-I-A-I-N-A underscore L-A-T-R-I-C-E. And for all of the Where's My Blueprint podcast listeners, we're offering free 15-minute discovery calls. So if you're ready to regain and restore that self-love, self-worth, and self-belief back in yourself, shoot me a DM for a free discovery call today. Because my motto is, honey, leave that cheater and find your peace. If you're interested in joining my new course, Rejection is Redirection, using your past as a reference, not a residence, you can email me at affairrecoverycoach at gmail.com or you can shoot me a dm at brianna underscore latrice see you on the call all right everybody so now it is time for one of our favorite parts of our show moments of melanation moments of melanation moments of melanation is where we highlight a black person doing their thing today for moments of melanation we are highlighting Hey, so today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting a father-daughter pilot duo celebrated the father's retirement after flying for 44 years of service. That's a lot of flying. Fiona Austin McDonald congratulated her father, Wade Austin McDonald, on Instagram, a happy 65th birthday and congratulated him on retirement while flying the friendly skies together. That's so cool. It's like a father-daughter duo and it's like the pilot and the co-pilot. So I just love this. Um, Fiona became more inspired to become a pilot when she saw a female flight attendant in the cockpit, cockpit, sorry, for the first time. Fiona told, um, Fiona told them and said, because of them, we can. And that just, that makes my heart smile because we really have to think about representation matters. Representation matters in every single field, every single um, organization, like representation really matters. But she pursued being a pilot and worked on the same airline where her father works. And Mr. Wade was even assigned to conduct his daughter's, get this, first line commercial flight training. So it really really is like the daughter I mean the father is really teaching the daughter like in so many different aspects and I know well, I don't know but I can only assume that for the dad to have like the daughter follow in his footsteps like that is the ultimate smile and make my heart happy ladies what do y'all think about this I think that that is super awesome I think she is probably the biggest daddy's girl that you ever would see um anytime you can do something and share me interests and passions with your parent. I think that is a beautiful thing. I feel like that is a never ending source of bonding and chemistry that you share with your child or you share with your parents. So I'm all for all of that. And I'm all for women being seen in spaces that we typically aren't seen in. Girl power. I agree 100%. I love this father-daughter dynamic. I love seeing people that look like us in these spaces that aren't as populated with us as you would like them to be and expect them to be if they're going to represent what um, our society actually is. And the fact that they're able to do this together, like that is 
is that that's different than you know just playing you know catch in the backyard like this is something that has truly impacted her being able to see her father be a pilot a commercial pilot for so many years and see even though this was just a flight attendant she wasn't even a pilot but just this woman in the cockpit that that put that image into her mind where she can then put herself in that space and she went on ahead and pursued it with the love and support of her dad I think that that's such a cool um that's just a cool thing to experience and I'm glad we get to know something like this and to see that there are relationships like this that exist number one and to see that there are more people of color particularly black people taking advantage of the opportunities in front of them to you know take a hold of these adventures and just just go for it so I love this I love this for them happy retirement Mr. Way live your best life sir you deserve it so as y'all know we end every single episode with an affirmation and so today's affirmation is I am open to exploring and learning from this beautiful world that was created just for me what do y'all think about that I agree (laughs) I it was one of the things that my dad always told me was there's so much to this world that you deserve to explore and there's so much to learn from it so I mean this speaks to I think this speaks to me at my core so I love this I like it I feel like it is a mutual root well let me rephrase it I feel like everything is intrinsically woven so we are learning and exploring the world the world is learning and exploring and evolving based on us so yeah I like that quote um yeah I agree um this affirmation I really like because it's just a reminder of like what y'all said uh really understanding that there's a huge world outside of your city outside of your state outside of the country or continent you're in right and with that we want to say thank you so much for listening to this amazing travel episode you guys like uh sunny d said earlier all of the links will be in the blog so go check them out also like she said make your own bucket list or life activities to do list whatever you call it follow us on spotify amazon youtube apple google podcast and check out the blog at where's my again that's where's my for the people in the back where's my blueprint pod.com come come with that we are over and out Bye. peace out